I'm Kevin Elm, and welcome to OK, So Here's One, a podcast celebrating street jokes. You know what street jokes are. A monkey walks into a garden shop, that sort of thing. Street jokes are beautiful, and every single episode, we invite our guests to come on and tell us their favorite street joke. Now, this episode, our guest is Simone Holder. She is a comedian who started doing comedy pretty much during the pandemic and worked her comedy in online open mics like a lot of them. She's now doing live shows and is the host of the Willfully Funny podcast. It's a great listen, uh, as is she on this podcast. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Simone Holder. What do you got? What's yours? I, I have a MacBook. Okay. Yeah. And it, it, it gives trouble sometimes, huh. not all the times, but more often than not, it just, it just won't open. Right. Zoom won't open. So I have to reboot. We uh, so I just do it automatically. Let's go find Steve Jobs's grave <laughs> and dance on it and be like, "What the hell?" Right. <laughs> you you were much more polite than I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we'll dance on it. That's what we'll yeah. do. We'll dance. dance a nice wholesome <laughs> dance. I'm just gonna go over here and eat this old chili. <laughs> <laughs> here's some here's some food that was I found under the couch. <laughs> Let's do that. Here's a burrito that's been okay enough. Um, so you know how this is going to work, do you, Simone? Um, uh, I I have my my street joke. Right Beautiful. Now. That's all I need. That's, that's all I need to know. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you know it's at that point where we either you know establish that you know what's up, and I assumed you would because you're a smart person. But we have had some guests that go, uh, let me go to Reddit. I gotta I gotta Google something. Oh yeah, no, and they'll do it on the fly. I am ridiculously prepared, <laughs> hey, like to the point of nausea. Sure. <laughs> so, uh, so how are you? Welcome to the show, okay. Simone. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to have me. you. Thank uh, you so much. You were you were one of the first new people that I met when I moved here in the in the Ottawa comedy scene. Huh? Yeah. Nice. Oh, nice. Look at that. <laughs> it's nice seeing the for the listener who doesn't who hasn't gone to our Patreon and paid three dollars a month so you can see what I'm pointing at. Uh I have an Ottawa comedy hat. Uh that was uh this was actually designed by a previous guest of Comedy Above the Pub, uh Brendan McKeegan. Yes. And he put them out there. Do you have one? Do the ladies no, wear hats? I don't. I have a giant head, so sure. Well, it's adjustable. So baseball caps look e even the adjustable ones. Okay, like I have to get like special hats for okay giant giant pumpkin. You should <laughs> you should go to the same store that Vlad goes to. And what store is that? You don't know what Vlad? Do you know Vlad? I mean Vlad uh, Guerrero, place for Toronto. He has a, he has <laughs> he has like he has a big head. Like, I think he's wearing a bushel basket because uh, I think between his hair and just his noggin size, it's good. I have a big head, but my lack of hair kind of balances it out. Yeah, because my head is big and plus mm -hmm. the hair. You got hair. It's, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of hair. So right. Yeah. The so caps are never, if I get one on, it's like I uh -huh. look visibly uncomfortable. <laughs> like my head is being squeezed. Right. You know? Like one of those, one of those Bob's big boy statues with the little yeah, cap. And, just a little tiny cap. Uh -huh. exactly. so, or like, stay away from hats. Yeah. Or after you went to Dairy Queen, you got like the team baseball caps that they would, they would serve ice cream in. Oh yeah. yeah the little tiny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. How do you do? Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that is uh, 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 that is me sort of like between my head and my feet. I am not allowed into a lot of shops. Okay. Because <laughs> my feet are stupidly large. Not as bad. I have large feet too. Oh, do you? Yeah. Way to go, Peggy Hill. Look at I you. Know. <laughs> I yeah. know. I know. Uh, my favorite is when you go in and I've, I've now, I've, I finally figured it out after many years. Uh, I don't, I don't ask, do, I don't find a shoe that I like and go, do you have it in this size? I now just find a salesman and go, what do you got in size? Fill in the blank. Exactly. And then he, and he goes, oh, the clown section. Oh. <laughs> the clown shoes, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I noticed something, Simone, as you were, as you were popping up, as you were starting up, as you're rebooting your laptop, as you were coming to the screen, as you were coming onto this call, uh, Simone Comedy established 2019. Yes. You started in 2019. Shut up. And then and, and then you you had a pandemic in there. Yes. So that knocks off two years. <laughs> yeah, I did about maybe five or six months. Right. I think when when stuff shut down uh-huh. in March of twenty twenty, I don't think I had done a dozen shows yet. Okay. I think I'd done maybe ten mm-hmm. nine to ten shows and then I just pivoted online. Okay. And I I think I've I did almost close to two hundred shows online sure oh wow yeah yeah like i went yeah i went hard jesus <laughs> no wonder your laptop needs well. a reboot every time <laughs> jesus the laptop's like no yeah oh not another fucking show <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> see there are so many guys that shat on Zoom shows. And in fact, if I'm not mistaken, you and I, that's where we first met because Ottawa was shut yes. down. And so we met, yes. we met in those, in, in, in the exactly. virtual Exactly. We met first online on, on one of those shows and then right. later on in person. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You know, how most dates go these days. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would just. I will oh. do Zoom comedy all day long. I will never do another Zoom date. No. You did no. Zoom dating? I did it for like maybe a month and okay. I was like, fuck. This. this bullshit. No. Um, <laughs> it's well, hard enough already. <laughs> I hit. I believe we've hit that Robert Frost fork in the road where I'm like, well, let's go this path. Let's see. <laughs> so you started. So you start, So I'm like, I'm married. I don't like like Zoom for me is just like, ugh. If I have to talk to one more person, right? But now you've got to like chipper up and shower and stuff. At you know, look nice from the waist up. <laughs> You know, just from camera view. Yeah. What? Camera view is a disaster. <laughs> so how, so take me through the process, because this is completely alien to me on so many levels. The so Zoom I, dating? Yeah. Like, how do you, how, like, how do you meet? Like, what's the, the how do you, what? Walk me well, through it. I did it a few times. And what happened was, like, I was on the dating sites. Mm-hmm. And because we couldn't, you know, go to, go, go out for a drink or go for a coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, the next step, like after you exchanged a few messages was to have a zoom date, like meet on like either FaceTime or zoom or, mm-hmm. or something to see if there was any sort of right chemistry or whatever. And mm-hmm. then you would decide if you would like bubble, <laughs> which <laughs> I think that's what the kids right. called it. Bubbling right. bubble. or, something. <laughs> or whether you'd like go for a walk in, in, you know, outside or something. Uh huh. But I never got past the Zoom dates because okay. it was just too 
you know, I, when you can see the bat, when you can, that's why you think you should blur oh, stuff. Yeah. How many <laughs> samurai swords did you see exactly. behind you guys? See weird shit in the background. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, I'm not, you know, you seem very nice, but that weird shit in the background. Right. No. Your mom going by with a laundry <laughs> basket. Yeah. <Was> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Was yeah. that your wife? Like, yeah. <laughs> weird shit like that. And so I was like, Mm-mm. and hey. then one guy, it was like worse than. Like the 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 hoops he wanted me to jump through to prove it was me. Okay. You know, oh, that's like, good. Like, like second, like what's that? Like Two factor authentic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was, he, he tried to do the human version of that. I'll send you a like, code. Pretty much, he's like, well, you know, message me at this thing, and then like I'll send you a password, and then you text it to me. And I was like, you know what? No. Oh, that oh, that's cute. projection. Oh, that's hang on. That guy okay. Was obviously exactly. Catfishing. Uh, I think exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he was trying to hide something. Yeah. <laughs> I I got your password. Let me just read it back to you. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. You know? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You know? All lowercase. <laughs> All lowercase. One word. <laughs> one word. Exactly. Yeah. Or go underscore. <laughs> right. The O and go is a zero. Just make sure that you know, you. Exactly. We want it to be safe. You're always going to have one number. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just God is like, you, you open up the screen. Fuck, that's a lot of anime. Like, that's. It's true. So, yeah, I guess. I, I, by the way, I love that they call it bubble and not risking infection, which is what you were doing. There's no, there's no bubbling. No bubbling. There's no exactly. bubbling. You bu- like oh, yeah. when you said, "Oh, we're gonna create a bubble with every fucking person in the neighborhood." That's what yeah, we're gonna like do. Yeah, like one guy was like, "Oh, I'm safe. I'm safe." I'm like, just the fact that you feel you need to tell me you're safe, you're right. not safe, right? <laughs> on, on any level, right? <laughs> <You know? laughs> any any guy who makes a point of saying that at any point in the proceedings. Wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Get the hell out. Yeah. Like, I, uh, <laughs> I, I know. And at the time of recording, I know I just saw the report of BC has the new variant of COVID. Um, I think something like that. Yeah, yeah, I think I already got it. I just got COVID when I was in Montreal. Oh, really? Yeah. I came. Oh, wow. I came back not with a sitcom deal, but COVID. So wow. yeah. <laughs> Oh That's your God. second time around, right? It's my second time around. It's my second time with COVID. And oh, really? Simone, have you had it yet? Yes, I had it in 2021 going into 2022. Okay. I got it around Christmas. Right. Yeah. Darcy, you? Yeah, I think um, this time last year. Okay. We brought it back from Halifax. Okay. Yeah, mine was mine was Montreal. Did not infect the wife because okay, we, have, we have COVID down to a science. <laughs> It is whoever's sick gets gets to like so whoever the the non sick person is gets to pick the bedroom, mm-hmm. right? Normally, sicky people stay in the bed that they were in, and the other one gets the most comfortable bed in the house, which is in the spare bedroom. And uh, and then um, it's just you know get well and keep the windows open and that sort of thing. And I have to admit, this COVID did it, it just felt like a cold. Like it, re- because I have, because I, I'm up to date on the vaccines. I already had it once, so I had like a lot of. I'm, just, I'm, I'm half antibody right now. Like, <laughs> right, as a, as opposed to what my body looks like, which is an antibody. It's not <laughs> great. And, and and yeah, so I, I got off lucky. I was just tired. That was the only kind of like lags. I still had sense of 
taste, sense of smell, all that. So that was lucky. That was good. But because I thought I just had a cold, like I came back and, uh, you know, this person, I'm not, I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna tell you who it is, but I'll throw a couple of initials at you, right? H H. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, who has a long, rich tradition of doing shows with me while they're sick. Oh. Okay. <laughs> hey, we're looking forward to the weekend. <coughs> me too. Oh, motherfucker. So, yeah. Ran into them at the at the, at the the show, and it's like, oh, my God, it's you. And I give them a hug. Oh, wow. And I go, how are you? And and they go, I'm, I think I'm under the weather. I'm like, this is information I could have used literally five seconds ago. Like, I could have not done that. Mm-hmm. And I could have done the. I could have, hey, let's just. You know what? Let's get a couple of pool cues and just bump the ends. How about that? Bumping pool cues. Bumping pool cues, which is it's, it's another dating site. Um, mainly, exactly. mainly not for you. Kids are using. Yeah, not for you. It's more and more guys in, in, in Darcy and mine gender. You know, you know, whatever the proclivity. And and so I'm coming back from Montreal, and I can I, I, I can feel my my cold symptoms coming in. I'm like, oh fucking HH, Jesus, come on. <laughs> Honestly, and my wife's like, "Do you have COVID?" Like as soon as I got through the door, she's like, "Hi, do you have COVID?" I'm like, "No, no." And, and I tested. It's like nothing. We had friends coming that weekend. It's like I want to make sure, and I just it progressed like my colds normally do. It's like it starts back here, then it goes up mm-hmm. there, then I get a cough here, and that 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 that. It's a little dance. And uh, Wednesday, I just gave it a sh- – so it's like, oh, this is still lingering. Let's just give it a shot. And I 10-minute wait for the test, and I went to run around, do other things. And then I come back into the bathroom. I see the two stripes. I'm, whoa, like that. Yeah. Like, it totally oh, took no. me by surprise. And I'm like, hey, sweetheart, I got some news. And she's like, oh, is it good? Not really. No, nope. It's <laughs> – Not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh, my So, goodness. yeah, I got two days of soup. Who gives a fuck? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm glad it's that now, like for the people who are smart about it and got all vaccinated and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's done. Yeah, that it's not worse than that for sure. Right. Okay. So so dating online. So t- so 2019, you st- you started, got ten shows under your belt. Society said, uh, "Just a moment, we have to kill a lot of people." <laughs> You and it thin the herd. Did that? Yeah, we got to thin. And, and you know what? I'll level with you. Not thin enough. It's it's still carrying some weight that I think it could it could really shed. There's you know a couple of provinces in 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 particular. I'm thinking if we lost them, I'm sure we could automate a lot of shit coming out of there. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, obviously, I am talking about Prince Edward Island now. Um, <laughs> The, so, so what, so when, like, cause that's, a, that's a strong, like, cause I have, I had this argument with a whole bunch of, of comics about doing online shows over the course. Like, I can't do it. But I'm like, that was the first piece of equipment I bought was a green screen thing and some lighting. Cause I, and cause I had basically all the other equipment. I upgraded the, the camera and stuff. But like, how do you, you can't sit there on the bench for Two years. That's the thing. That's that. That was exactly my yeah. thinking because I was like, I just got into this. Mm-hmm. I was gaining momentum. Yep. I finally did. Not that I found it. I finally did the thing that I knew all along was what I was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving it up. 
Right. So whichever way I have to do it, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. So when when online shows started popping up, I just jumped in. Right. I jumped in uh-huh. and uh it was awkward. Yeah. Like, it's like it doesn't it it's... doesn't compare to to live mm-hmm. like and and I know a lot of people were like it's not live. It's not like it's live. It's not like live comedy. It but it's sure if it's between a Zoom show and a live show, of mm-hmm. course we're going to want to do a live show. Right. You know, but that's all we had. Yeah. That's all we had. We didn't know how, at that time, we didn't know how long this was going to go. Right. And I was like, I don't want to be like waiting and then a year, two years go by and I haven't performed at all. Mm -hmm. And all the momentum, the little bit of momentum that I was starting to get is gone. Yeah. You know, so I, and I was like, I don't want to, I, 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 I'll do what I can. Right. No. You know, and Yeah. It was, it was, it was a, I gotta say it was kind of a fun time because like, you know, I would hang out with my wife and and she would, Mm. you know, she was still working at the time and she still is, she's not jobless, but like the, you know, she would, (laughs) she would, she would would, like, we would hang out at night and then like at 10 o'clock I'd go, well, I'm going to go pick up a show on the West coast. Yeah. That's the thing. I was doing shows all, you know, and it, and I think what made it easier was that the fact that everyone was in the same boat. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, I'm stuck at home uh-huh. where everybody else is out doing shows. We were all in that uh that weird mm-hmm. weird predicament. Yeah. And yeah, it's like I I think I, I know I learned things that um not that I wouldn't have learned them, but I, I think the the traject- trajectory would have been longer. Mm-hmm. You know, that, oh, for sure. like the learning curve would have been flatter, I think. Yeah. With uh, learning, learning certain things, and it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun, and it, the thing is, I it it's helped me a lot in in sense in the sense of um, being able to deal with silence, right? Or deal with people not paying attention to uh-huh. you because up until then, like if a joke, because I was very very new mm-hmm. when it shut down, so I was still at the stage where. If a joke didn't land, I mm-hmm. would panic and I'd right. be like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> like I would start laughing to like feel the air because I got so anxious and so stressed out. And like on Zoom, like you get over that really, really fast oh, yeah. because you don't know who's watching. No. Most of the people have their microphones off, have their cameras off. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. And it it just taught me that you have to keep going. Mm-hmm. Even if it's dead in the room, you don't hear any laughter or any reaction. You just mm-hmm. keep going. You just keep performing like, right. like you've like you have an audience. Right. You've seen a lot of my shows. <laughs> I I actually I have an online show this weekend. I have an online show, and uh, I am looking forward to it. But in the same way that when you sort of had that first show after COVID. And you're behind plexiglass and, yes. you know, you, I remember being panicked that, oh my God, I put my mask on backwards and like, yes. just, yeah, like all that bullshit. Exactly. I was, I forgot I, the hand sanitizer. Right. Exactly. And it's like, you know, and they're cleaning. I smell like vodka. Right. <laughs> and they're, they're cleaning the other microphone, but forgot to turn it on. So all through the speakers, you're just hearing like that. Um, <laughs> But so, so I've got this online show and it's been so long since I've done an online show. I'm like, I, I'm feeling kind of like nervous about it because I haven't yeah. done it in ages. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. just, you know, it'll be fine. I'm looking forward to exactly. it. Exactly. But I, I haven't, the, when was the last one I did? 
I think it was in the fall last year, like mm-hmm. October or something, and I did it from my car. Oh, geez. Okay. I did it from my car because I was um, I was scheduled to host at mm-hmm. uh, at Yuck Yucks, right? But I also wanted to do it was a corporate it was a corporate gig, and so sure. I didn't want to pass that up. So I asked if I could go up early, mm-hmm. and so I drove to Yuck Yucks Park. Was in the parking lot. Yep. Had my little ring light. Had everything set up in the car. Nice. And did. You know, I went up first or second and mm-hmm. then went into Yuck Yucks. And I remember one of the, a comic was walking by the car and he was like, are you doing a Zoom call in your car? <laughs> I'm like, shh. <laughs> it's just a date. It's just a date. I'm on a date, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just sending him my password. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was the last one I did. Mm-hmm. You know, and I haven't, um, but they're still going on, which I think is great. Yes. No, so I, do these have, do these have like a green room act? Like, is there a breakout like lobby where the other comics wait? Like, no. how does it work like being brought? Like, you're just not. You're just there, in like how then, we're in the room yeah, here. We're in the room. And then, um, yeah, so there is so no you're way audience. to really just socialize with their comics then. That's like, before well, and after. Or, yeah, yeah, before and There's, after. Mm-hmm, like before okay. we let people in, mm-hmm. it's usually just the comics in the room. Right. Depending on how they have the person has a room set up. Mm-hmm. And then after the show when all the guests are gone, yeah. then whoever okay. wants to hang yeah. out and we, we would talk afterwards. But yeah, during the show we're all in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, and we'd encourage each other to keep at least have our microphones and cameras on for each other. Right. Because we knew that the most of the audience, uh, either has an has one or both components off, right? Yeah, you know, or they're or they're vacuuming or eating or something in the microphone. We have to tell them to stop right. to mute themselves. <laughs> I was I was just refreshing my memory. You were actually on write them up. Yes. One of the one of the online yes. ones, yes. and so to to answer Darcy's question, the 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 beginning was always kind of like you know when when all the comics were uh, were kind of there, we we had like VIP set, uh, seating so mm-hmm. they could actually come into the room, you know if they paid otherwise it was free but like you get like you know you get like a free uh, invite you get to sit in the room and be part of it. But my favorite part of that thing is like when we signed off and and like yes. threw out everyone, then it was like. Hey, we're just hanging out now. And that was like for like an hour, an hour and a fun. half. Everyone's just like talking and ripping each other. And just, it was yeah. wonderful. And I kind of miss so that. Much fun. I, I do miss that. Yeah, yeah. I do miss that. Cause it was, uh, it, that was always fun. Mm-hmm. That was always fun. Right. You know? I, uh, and I had to, uh, the last show that you and I did together, I had to leave early cause I had a dog to look after. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it was so fun working with you again. Oh, thank you. Yes. <laughs> thank you. And of course, I got the anti-vax trucker. Of course I did. <laughs> it's true. Of course I, I got that. him. <laughs> Thankfully, I think I walked him. Yes. I'm pretty sure yes, I did. I th- yeah. 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 Because so. he was all like snorting and grunting mm-hmm. sort of thing. So. Which, which if, to be fair, are symptoms of COVID. So he should get that <laughs> looked after. <laughs> He was the one guy. It was like it was so it was so funny because like uh, um and he was the one guy at that table right. that was like all woo. And and that was it for the room. Cause like there was like mm. I, I went to the bathroom, there was an old like when I say an old guy, a guy my age, uh was like washing his hands and go, Oh, am I gonna get it from this guy? Just looked over, goes, No, it's fucking funny, man. He's like, Okay, <laughs> fine, thanks, you know. 
Exactly. So, and you got yeah, like it was well, just that one guy. You and you. Well, I'm glad I walked him for you. Oh no, I didn't walk him for you. He actually sat through yours. Oh, did and he? Then, okay. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Because yeah, I went up. I was up right after. You were right after me. I was, yeah. Which I should have said, follow that asshole. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many can you walk? It's fun. Have you ever have you ever had that problem like where like where you get into some material for people who don't know like the the material I was doing is just like the the anti trucker stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is germane to Ottawa and I have tried it outside of Ottawa and it also works because it, it's got enough of a vein and it's mm-hmm. obviously pitched for a group of people you know smart ones that <laughs> are able to to capture the the essence of what it is. Right. Have Have you run into that? Like have you have you yes. like gone into some material and just go why the fuck am I getting this response like what like well not that not that oh it wasn't surprised that I'm getting that response it was um, the response I was expecting okay um, it was a show uh, I can't remember the name of the town but it was it was about forty five minutes past Carlton Place like practically oh, Kingston Jesus okay all right so it was far out mm-hmm. and. Um, at the venue, the it was like a re, a restaurant, mm-hmm. uh, resto bar sure. type place. Yeah, yeah. And there was a table of maybe about a dozen people our age, uh-huh. and there was one guy who was like, like I pinned him as like the bully okay. of the team, just the bully, and everybody like listened to him, pri- mainly probably because they just wanted didn't want to deal with him. Mm-hmm. You know, they just went along with whatever he said. And so he's at the head of the table. And if he didn't like something that anyone was saying, he'd start like grunting and shifting in his seat right. and everything. He was an asshole. Okay. And, um, I think it was the same guy. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, one of the, one of the comics had made a, a comment about police mm-hmm. or something. And he was like, well, I'm a retired police chief or retired police something. And I was like, I'm doing my police joke. Like, fuck a girl. You, I'm doing yep. my police joke. Yeah. So yep. I did my, tur- I don't know if you know my turtles joke. Is this, no. I, have a, I have a joke about um, racist turtles sort of thing. And uh, okay. Yeah. So side so note, one of they the, are, one of the- they, they really are pricks. <laughs> They're just. <laughs> so one of, one of the, one of the tags that I have is like, you know, Turtles too, you know, first the cops, now the turtles. Right. Like for in racial mm-hmm. injustice. Right, right, and right. I looked right at him and he shot daggers at me. Yeah. Like, how dare you, you little bitch, uh-huh. coming in here and telling me this? And I just stared him down yeah. as I said it. How dare you, the first black person we've ever seen? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> how dare you like this? You know, but he 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 was a jerk. Like he was one of oh. those people, you know, you see and you're like, he's a jerk. He's a bully. Mm-hmm. He's a jerk. Yeah. When when they felt when and when when I heard he was a police officer, I was like, he's one of those people that becomes a police officer to be a bully, mm-hmm. not to help to be a bully, right? You know. Hey, you know what, so. sir? I'm sorry you're not having a good time. Let me just throw you some money. Here's one, three, one, two. There you go. That's. <laughs> Can I call you a cab? <laughs> So I think that's that's the the most extreme okay. reaction that I've gotten. There, you know, I I, I yeah. do admit there's sometimes like when you're you want everyone to have a good time, right? Yeah, of course, right? Yeah, and 
and, and in our case on, on on that last show, everyone had a good time except for one guy. And I and like you know, and everyone said that's a, that was great, like that was really good. It's like yeah, thanks. And it's like except for that one guy, I went yeah. And guess who I'm going to be fucking focusing on for the for yeah. the rest of my life is that. That's that's the thing, and that's mm-hmm. the thing that kills me. That's the thing that kills me because you could be in a room and like 99 people are, are killing themselves laughing. Mm-hmm. You've got them laughing. They love you. Yes. And there's one person who's just sort of like this. And it's like, yeah, one person like this. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, what's wrong with you? Right. Why don't you like me? Like, right. You know, like, and then and then they come out of it and go, I'm deaf. <laughs> Which has happened to a friend of mine. You railed on a guy who wasn't having a good time. And the reason he wasn't having a good time is that his friends brought him thinking he could read lips or some bullshit. And uh, he just. And so he was just lost the whole yeah, time. Yeah, he was just lost even, the entire time. Oh, my God. Right. That, and, and, and it's like, did you not think for a moment? that you know, Exactly. There, oh, my God. The, I, I, I don't know if you've ever done this. And I have done it from time to time where you're you're at a show and. Someone is be is is being a jerk throughout the show, and you're just like, oh, I've got like in the same vein of like, you know, okay, I'm gonna do my turtle joke, but like, I have done it to the point where I go, I don't care how much collateral damage there is, if this whole room has to go up, so be it. You know, if everyone does not care, for, no, you need to die in this fire and just. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I've had. Off the top of my head, too, mm-hmm. like that. And there was one, this woman was just like the whole show, like with everyone. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. I'm right. not going to deal with this. So I'm doing my set and she started talking. And as she's talking, I just went. Nice. And kept talking. And she was like. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I turned, I was like, shut up. Right. Beautiful. <laughs> like, yeah, because I, yeah, I don't, it's. I have I have so little patience mm-hmm. for stuff like that, and the worst part is they think they're helping. Yeah, I was yeah. part of the show. I was helping. Oh yeah, no, no, f you, You're not helping. F you, <laughs> exactly. Uh, just yeah, just fuck right off. It, f yeah, because yeah. it's annoying and it's disruptive. And here's, okay, here's another thing. This is my biggest pet peeve. Biggest. Okay, if you're gonna heckle. And you shouldn't. We have we've just spent the past three minutes saying you should not heckle. Not a thing to do. Does not help the show. Shut the fuck up. Enjoy it. Yes. Right. And if you don't want to enjoy it, wait until I'm done, and then wait for the next person, and maybe that will be good. Go to the bathroom if you need. Yeah. You know, yeah, take exactly. up smoking. Go for smoke something. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Leave. <You know>. Yeah. <laughs> Go hassle a, a one of the servers so that maybe you get thrown out later. Like that'll be good. <laughs> just do something to benefit all of us. If you're gonna heckle. And again, you shouldn't do it, but if you're going to, don't do it when I only have 45 seconds left on stage. Don't do it then. Because I got time deadlines. And so when I'm rolling into my last bit for one minute, and that's when you start, I'm like, fuck, where was this four minutes ago? So I could have shut you up, had a little conversation, make it better for the rest of the room. Now it's just going to be this dangling participle out there. Participle is Latin for asshole. That's you. And that's good. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's that's why always at the end, right? (laughs) I'm sorry. I didn't. That is so rage inducing. It is. like Oh my god. So here's so here's a question. So 20 you know is, is Simone comedy established 2019. Love your letterhead. Why did you want to do this? What brought what made you just go, yeah, 
I, I want some assholes <laughs> talking at me. Yeah. Let's do that. I, I wanted to do this since I was 15. Mm-hmm. And I was too afraid. I, first of all, as a kid, mm-hmm. I was painfully shy. Sure. Like, couldn't speak up in class and everything, but loved comedy. Loved it. Right. You know? And I never had any illusions that it wasn't hard. I knew it was hard. And mm-hmm. I knew that the people who made it look easy, who made mm-hmm. it look like they were talking off the top of the he- their heads, um, worked hard at that. Right. That that, you know. Um, I was always fascinated by it. I always wanted to do it. How did you know it was hard? I just, I don't know. I just instinctively knew. Okay. I just instinctively knew that. You're right. Yeah. That Mm. they make it look easy. And because I think, I don't know if it was because like when I was a kid, I used to, I used to figure skate and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And watching people do spins and jumps that look easy. Right. Just being able to relate and say it's not easy. It takes Mm -hmm. years to be able to do something like that. So I think I just put that, made that parallel to it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was too afraid. And I also knew that if I went to my parents and said, I want to be a comedian, they'd be like, no, (laughs) (laughs) they would, you know, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have been on board and everything. So Mm -hmm. um, instead I just immersed myself in it. Like I, I would rent, go to like video store and rent specials and watch Mm -hmm. them and, then when I was a little bit older, I'd go to shows and mm-hmm. like, I remember when, like I grew up in Montreal and I remember when Just for Laughs started. Right. I remember I was like 14 or 15 when mm-hmm. it, when it first, uh, when it be- became a thing. And, um, so I would save my money and I would go to a show and most of the time by myself, just because I just want, I don't know. I just instinctively wanted to learn and I, I would watch, you know, body language what they did on the stage and everything, but I never thought that I would be able to do it, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, I, you know, that thing where I don't know what it's called, but like, if let's say you have a passion for teaching, but there's nothing in your life, like your job or whatever, doesn't give you the ability to teach mm-hmm. or the opportunities to teach. And you would seek out things to seek out opportunities to teach. So let's say you would, you might volunteer, on the weekends yep. for something to yep. get that fixed. Mm-hmm. So I found myself doing that. Nice. You know, so when I was in a comfortable environment, like with family or friends, I could get them laughing, mm-hmm. you know, like they'd say something and my, automatically my brain would just start, start working like that. And I would come back with something, but that was only in a very controlled environment. Right. And, um, and then like just life happened. I got married and mm-hmm. things like that. And I knew the people that I was with, wouldn't have been supportive. So I didn't even, I just put it on the back burner for for mm-hmm. years. I think the urge to actually do it sort of peaked or started to, to come back when uh, it's a, it's a weird thing after my, when my father died, mm-hmm. my sister said, you're doing the eulogy. Ah. And I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. Sort of thing. So I mm-hmm. wrote this thing, wrote this thing of all, like, all my memories of my dad mm-hmm. and the funny things that, you know, funny encounters and stuff like that and delivered it and had people rolling. I just had people howling, you know, and at first I thought, oh, they're just being nice because, you know, her dad Mm -hmm. just died and she's, you know. What's the deal with racist turtles? (laughs) Cops, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) So just like telling like my, my memories of my father, Mm -hmm. just stories and, like favorite stories and things he used to say and stuff like that. 
had people laughing. Right. And I remember not feeling afraid, mm-hmm. not feeling afraid to speak in public. By that point, I had started to get get over it or right. not over it, but like work through that fear mm-hmm. sort of thing. So I did, you know, at work and stuff, I do presentations and things like that. So I was getting over the fear of speaking in public, but um, to make people laugh publicly, like just a group of people, random people laugh like mm-hmm. that happened at the funeral. And that wasn't intentional. I was just mm-hmm. sh- sharing stories about my father and, that got me thinking again. And mm-hmm. then I stepped into it a little bit more like in everyday life and stuff. And then, um, then when my mom died, uh, in 2018, again, my sister was like, you're doing the eulogy. And <laughs> I was like, keep okay. getting rebooked for these things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and again, like I just re- relayed some stories about my mom and my relationship with her. And we were very, very close. And, stuff like that and again people were laughing really really hard right and i just remembered that i just remembered that i just remember like the like the foundation of any time that i tried to make something funny like outside of uh, mm-hmm. the funeral it was it was always something that was either traumatic or painful right and that was just that was just how my brain worked mm-hmm. like in trying to make something make sense I would be like, okay, well, what's this? What's the silver lining mm-hmm. of this, or what part of this could be funny? Right. Because I remember distinctly, like the the morning my father died, um, we were, I was in the room with my mom, my my sister and brother in law had left the room, and we were waiting for the doctor to do the examination to, you know, c- call the time of death. And so a nurse had come in, and my mom and I are sitting, you know, by the bed. And a nurse had come in and she was being, she was a sweetheart, just being very sweet, knowing Mm -hmm. we had just, I think my father had passed like an hour before or something. And so as she's prepping my, my father, she was like, Oh, your, your husband was a, you know, I'm sorry for your loss. And my mom's like, thank you. And uh, (laughs) she says, Oh, your husband was a very handsome man. You probably had to beat the girls off with a stick. Mm -hmm. And my mother went, yes, yes, I did. (laughs) And (laughs) It took everything for me to not fall on the floor laughing because mm-hmm. I thought I was like, this is freaking hilarious. Right. Because it was just her delivery and just the way she said she wasn't intending to be funny. Right. But it was just for me, it was just like, that is comedy. That was just that was gold, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like I remember feeling like I shouldn't be laughing. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be laughing. But that was hilarious. Yes. Yeah. You know, and yeah. just from there, I just. You know, it just, I think it, I think it was at that moment that it clicked that right. comedy can come mm-hmm. from something painful. You succeeded where most corporates get tanked when just before they bring out the comic, they go, and now let's have a moment of silence for Harry, who can't make it today because he passed away after falling off his roof, adjusting the t- the satellite dish. So let's just have a moment of silence. Okay, now here's Simone with some jokes. <laughs> and I'm like, Harry falling off the roof. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> 
I was I was doing a show with Andrew Chapman recently, and he said, and we were talking about that very thing. And I'm like, we're looking at the crowd, going, "How much you want to bet they announce a death before we go up?" And he goes, "You know how you get rid of that? Here's a pro tip for uh, for all the comics listening: if you get thrown in that situation where they're about to bring you up, it's like a Rotary Club or a Lions Club or something like that, and they go, just a moment, we got a you know Harriet could not make it because you know as you know she had a she had a, she had a long battle, she had a long battle, so you know empty chairs for her right here, right up front. This is where she'd want to be. Let's have a moment of silence. You come up and you just go, let's make this show for Harriet. That's so sad. Let's make it for her. Let's, let's do this. Let's do it. Get everyone on board. And then it's like, yeah, yeah, it's still there. Yeah. You're, you're still performing in a <laughs> hockey rink. You know, that's it. <laughs> that sound, Simone, mm-hmm. is uh, the sound that tells us that you are ready to tell your joke. Now, for those of you who uh, who, who know Simone, uh, we always ask our guests to come on, tell their favorite joke, because this is okay. So here's one, a podcast celebrating street jokes. If you want to send in your own, you can do so, and we will read it on the air. You send it to jokes at oshopod.com. Don't forget, no isms, no obias. Simone, tell us your joke, please. Okay, my joke is, why did the monkey fall out of the tree? I don't know. Why did the monkey fall out of the tree? It was dead. Did 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 your mom help you with that? <laughs> Was it a handsome monkey that had to have the female monkeys beat up with a stick? <laughs> I love that. Oh my god. <laughs> For those of you listening, this is this is not typical Simone Holder comedy. Just so you know, she's not deadpan like this. It's not some fucking weird Emmett Morrison nonsense. It's just, you know. By the way, Emmett Morrison, local Ottawa comic. He's great. He's going to be on here at some point, too, because he's hilarious, too. Um, as are you. Simone, thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to OK So Here's One, a podcast celebrating street jokes. Thank you to Simone Holder for telling her joke. Uh, you can follow her on Instagram at underscore Simone Comedy underscore. She has to use underscores too. I bet you they didn't shut down her account anyway. Make sure you check out her podcast, Willfully Funny. Uh, I was a guest uh, in the previous name of it. Uh, and it's great. It's a great listen. Give it a listen. Go to it. Uh, also listen to this one, but you have been. Anyway, you can find 23 seasons of our previous podcast, Comedy Above the Pub, uh, that feature many of our previous guests, and you can find that at comedyabovethepub.com or wherever fine podcasts are available. If you like our podcast, please tell your friends, like, subscribe on whatever platform that you're listening on, uh, and as well, leave a review. And just like the old days of Comedy Above the Pub, we ask, leave a five-star review, but talk shit about us in the comments five stars talk shit about us in the comments the show is produced by darcy finder our music is done by larry bryant artwork is done by wojtek karkashewski and hey if you've got a joke that you'd like us to tell on air you can send it to us it can be dirty or clean just no isms no obias you can send your jokes to jokes at oshopod.com that's jokes at oshopod.com it stands for okay so here's one pod you can uh, send your questions and comments about the show to show at oshopod.com you can follow us on twitter instagram facebook and tiktok at oshopod you can follow me personally on the same platforms at hey it's tva for my upcoming live performances you can check out heyitstva.com 
slash calendar. You can join our Patreon as well for $3 a month and you get full, raw, unedited video feed so you can see the guest, see how the episodes are actually made. Plus, you're going to get bonus perks and extra jokes. And you can do that at patreon.com slash Pod. I'm Todd Van Allen. On behalf of myself, Simone Holder, and the no longer erstwhile Darcy, thank you for listening to OK So Here's One. Jimmy, Bobby, and Monty, you are always the podcast.